So I had my first gig in an assisted living facility today, deep in the heart of Brooklyn, and I learned a lot. Usually when I go to hospitals and other institutions, I go alone with a little guitar, but this time I decided to invite my friend Nick, who's a very experienced actor and street performer and singer and sort of general mischievous comic force for improvisation and tomfoolery, and a very kind of deep spiritual guy as well. So we met up for some seafood salad at a Dominican diner around the corner, farther in on the A-train, basically, than I had ever been close to the airport. And we started talking, and we just, we talked for an hour, not as we expected about planning what we were going to do at the gig, but about relationships and love and getting older and learning how to be strong and let go and masculine and feminine and everything in between and trying to balance it. And we had a pretty wonderful, strong conversation. And then about 10 minutes to showtime, we said, hey, what should we play? (laughs) And we decided that we just didn't need to know. Basically, he asked me, who's going to be there? And And I said, I don't know. Assisted living, adult care. Uh, could be anything. So um, we decided, we wrote down a, a couple of songs that might be good to integrate into our performance, and we just decided to start singing and see what happened. So we went there, showed up, and, you know, this is big brick building, um, somewhat old-looking, not that well-maintained. And we got up to the um, to the rec room, where we were to perform, and it was basically uh, a couple dozen people just sort of scattered around, about on chairs, and some of them in wheelchairs in their 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s from all over the world, but primarily it seemed African-American and native New Yorkers, it seemed. And uh, there was a TV on playing a sitcom, uh, sorry, a uh, some kind of a drama, and everyone was just vegged out, and it was hard to, I mean, it could have been a dementia catatonia facility for all we knew because there was just no movement and no interaction in the room. So we walked in and uh, walked out onto the terrace out back and and immediately met a man, an elderly uh, black man who was zipping up a guitar bag with an electric guitar. And so we said, hey, are you a musician? He said, yeah, you know, I was on union scale. I was a was a professional way back in the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s, and I kind of stopped paying attention around the 90s. And uh, what kind of music are you going to play, he said. And we said, well, you know, popular songs. We hope you'll join us, but we don't really know what we're going to do. So we chatted a little bit, and I had the sense that, like, hmm, this guy might be able to help us. And he seemed rather alert and rather together for um, assisted living, but there he was, a resident. So... We walked in, turned off the TV, and started to sing. Bum, 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 bum. And I made the mistake of trying immediately to get everyone to clap along and sing along, and there was... I think a relatively low energy level and maybe a a little bit of skepticism in the room. 
but a couple folks whose eyes lit up. There was this Indian woman whose eyes totally lit up, and there, uh, I could see in the corners of the room that there was some attention getting perked up. And then Nick started singing, when the, when the sky is dark and the land is dark, something like that. I, I think um, the, the old standard, Benny King, and... Uh, we got a couple people singing with us, but I had set an intention for the day, which was to really focus on the relationship between me and Nick and the ways that I could serve him and he could serve me, the ways we could harmonize, the ways I could lay down rhythms for him to sing over, and just how connected we could be, how together we could be through this hour of uh, singing. And Immediately, I got completely derailed from that. Didn't even remember that was on my agenda. And I started wandering around the room, attempting to connect with people. And basically, I mean, if I'm really honest with myself, on a mission to be liked, on a mission to find the most resistant and the most inattentive person in the room, and to prove to myself and to, to everyone in the room that they were on my side recruiting for the music. And it turns out that this actually is not a particularly magnetizing or attractive way to be in a room. Performers know that, you know, you can't just go out and attempt to have a personal one-on-one connection with everyone in the room, especially the least attentive. You have to you have to sort of take in the energy of the whole space, stand still in one place, at least for a time, be willing to just enjoy the music and to commit deeply to the music that you're making, and then let the energy of that music bring people to you, maybe focusing on the people who are the most engaged and singing to them at first and letting their um, joy and their engagement sort of spread and spill over to the others. So what did we hear? But um, immediately we heard our friend uh, unzipping his guitar bag, plugging in, and at that point it's sort of like, well, this could really be anything. It could be kind of ugly. It could be a difficult situation. But when he plugged in and he immediately started um, backing us up in the key of D flat, which was what we happened to be singing in uh, when we started without a guitar, and um, here he was just steadily laying down the rhythm just like, idiomatically, Motown, old-school electric guitar right in the pocket, right where we needed to be, letting us free to harmonize and to improvise and to go off a little bit and holding down the rhythm. So hallelujah for that. You know, I'm not sure that every uh, assisted living facility has a resident professional guitarist who can just play any song in any key. Um, but this guy stayed with us all the way through, through a medley of Motown and oldies and soul and spirituals and reggae and pop and a little bit of jazz and some American ballads. He just stayed with us in this giant medley. Um, and as he stayed with us, we felt other people in the room perking up and in particular, there was one black woman, maybe around 60, sitting on the side who was just singing along with everything, knew all the words. In fact, we started, 
Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. And got to the second verse and realized we had no idea what the words were. So we started making up words together, reading each other's lips and letting the syllables and the consonants and vowels evolve together and improvising. And that was all very well and good and fun. But we looked around and it seemed like everyone in the room actually knew the whole song from church. So, you know, improvising repertoire that is well known in the room has its drawbacks. But by the time we got to the third verse, we looked over to this lady and leaned over to her and she started singing. When we have been 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun. And she continued on in this gorgeous verse that I had heard many times but didn't remember on the spot. And she filled it in for us, and it was like a solo. And people were, I think, overjoyed to see her in that context because Lord knows how, how much she had been holding in reserve just watching TV. And uh, that happened for a couple other residents. This very perky Indian woman kept requesting a song in Hindi that whose title was a total mouthful. <laughs> and of course, we didn't know it, but we had to break that to her a couple different times. Um, and uh, there was one moment, though, that really took the cake. And that was, we had found our way through my girl and just my imagination, and you really got a hold on me into a sort of Motowny place. And then from there, uh, an older black woman in the hallway, way in the back, started singing. I was born by the river in a little tent. And I've been running, Lord, running ever since. It's been a long, a long time coming. But I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes it is. And as she began to sing, our friend the guitarist just laid in immediately, right underneath her, in the right key, in the right time. And Nick and I were just standing and observing this incredible collaboration occurring across the room. Um, and all the residents were, I think, rapt because we later learned from the nurse on the floor with tears in her eyes telling us that this woman never comes out of her shell. She hardly speaks. So hearing her just belting out the Sam Cooke song was truly exceptional and actually moved her, moved the nurse to tears. And uh, I felt it too. I felt this way in which Maybe what we were doing was just an, uh, a sort of impermanent, temporary little blip that would just be gone as soon as the TV went back on. But maybe also we're, we're setting up a framework where these residents who maybe had been there together for a long time could find each other and could really connect with each other and um, could bond and 
be vulnerable and take risks and let their hearts out through their throats and support one another and be witnessed by everyone and supporting one another. So felt like it was kind of a deep, important moment. And uh, there were a couple other smaller, you know, epiphanies, folks coming out of their shells, clapping and snapping. There was one guy who didn't sing much, but who was just dancing the whole time in a corner. It made me realize that maybe there was some recorded music once in a while, but actually having people in a room moving and singing was probably not something that had happened that often. And a lot of people, whether it was just because of their own mental state or whether it was because uh, they were moved, they seemed to go internal and maybe dive into the memories that these songs evoke for them. And that was fine, too. It was less, less for us to feed on in the room, but still probably a pretty important experience. So as the, as the hour went on, I noticed myself going less for the um, trying to recruit one-on-one and make sure that the whole room was with us, and more just going for the sense of connection with Nick and doing something together that was fun and um, mutually satisfying to us, and then letting that spill over into uh, receptivity or listening to the room. And that felt better. It felt... It felt like um, it felt like for every inch that I was willing to let go of the need to uh, be in charge of the room, I had a little bit more uh, attention available for really connecting with Nick and making sure the music itself was solid, pitch, rhythm, uh, form, all of that stuff. And, and as I took care of the music th- through my relationship with Nick, singing with him, it felt like the music took care of the room and was able to let people relax or, or uh, come to us. And had a couple flirtatious moments like kneeling and holding on to... Uh, there, there was one w- younger woman in her 40s um, on the back bench who kind of kept making eye contact. I went over to her and sang a verse of... Uh, uh, just my imagination, kneeling down, holding her hand, and reminded me of my days in college in my gospel choir when we would go around and serenade people, including Halle Berry, actually. We picked her up at the airport when she was like emceeing some Harvard um, diversity event, and we got to serenade her and got a kiss on the cheek, each of us, which uh, I have not washed since. Anyway, little shades of... Uh, of connection and flirtation and communion and just sort of sustained eye contact and and real presence with strangers who were way out of my social circle. And then once the whole thing was over, I found myself just kind of hanging out and chatting with the guys who were dealing cards and um, chatting with a <laughs> really a character in the in the back corner who told me about all the different religious people who came into the center and tried to convert her and how she was, you know, happy to get some free wine and if communion was the price of it, then no worries. So, um, yeah. And then afterward, Nick and I started talking a little bit about what we learned and we sort of agreed that if you, like something that Bobby McFerrin is 
is known for. He's, he's a rather generous performer and often involves his audiences, but he always starts by singing solo, almost always, um, and by, by sort of modeling the vulnerability and the risk-taking and the depth and connection that he's looking for out of the music, modeling it himself first, diving into the river of music first, and then once that is really set up, then he has somewhere to invite you to join him. And it doesn't make sense to just start out guns blazing, hoping for instant karma, you know, instant uh, communion, instant revelation. If you listen, as I have been, to recordings of great gospel choirs, you'll hear that very often there's a preacher who's speaking to the congregation, making workaday announcements, and then making statements about the, uh, you know, about the Bible. And then it seamlessly transitions into him singing, singing a praise song, singing a song of worship, but singing alone and with the crowd maybe calling out encouragement or clapping once in a while. And then there'll come a point when, when that singer has gotten deeply enough into his own place of uh, his own world, then there'll be an invitation, a call and a response, and an invitation to, uh, for the crowd and the room to join in. And once that happens, then that stability of the crowd repeating a line gives a soloist a chance to really get adventurous and to start to take risks and to go off the map. And then eventually it's time to work it up to a climax and to close and to start again sometimes from the ground up and sometimes just keep on running. And I felt like we were discovering that, maybe reinventing the wheel, discovering that from the ground up, Nick and I, as we were just wandering point to point but uh, in the world of 20th century American popular songs with the help of a couple dozen of our newest friends who are right now at this very moment probably watching TV and maybe thinking back fondly to that moment when everyone was singing together.